episode 381. Thank you all for listening to episode 380, The Gable Stable. I am Grable Lamarck, here with my co-host. Bearable. Bodie Bryant. Bull. Double. Double. Yeah, double bad internet. <laughs> oh, poor Dub. Thanks to Wes Anderson for moments of time. Check him out on Facebook. Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Wear Clothing. Visit allwearclothing.com. Mention Overline Podcast. Brandon will hook you up with that merchandise deal. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call. 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Bristol, Tennessee. Thank you, Sean. Thank you to Sparty Steve, biggest financial supporter of the show. Thank you, Sparty Steve. Look forward to seeing you here in the next couple months. We got the got the golf outing. If you're in the Anthony Wayne area, golf outing coming up on August 21st, 8 a.m. shotgun start. We are going to have a $20,000 hole-in-one hole. So if you make the hole-in-one, I don't know which hole it is. I can't remember. I think it's five maybe. If you get a, Or no, it's 11. If you get a hole-in-one on 11 over the water with the sand traps on the side, you get a hole-in-one. Guess what? That's 20 grand. So hopefully you come out there, join us, get that 20 grand. And there's two other holes that'll have hole in one prizes. I think one is, I don't even remember what they are, but there's prize on those too. So hopefully we see some people out there. OTL will be sponsoring a hole. We got our friends at Ed Jones are going to be sponsoring a hole. Our friend Sparty Steve is the title sponsor at uh, Savage. So thank you, Sparty Steve. And uh, if you want to get out there, it's a hundred bucks a guy, 400 a team. We got the outlaw smokehouse food truck out there, gives us the food. They did a great job last year. Had some brisket some good stuff. So if you want to get out there, hit some golf balls, be on a team, come out, join us, try to beat us. We didn't, we finished third last year. I had Cody, Dan and uh, Dave from Ed Jones. And uh, we did, we were 13 under, I mean, we did well, but I think we were third or fourth. Uh, Somebody was 16 under and they were legit. Um, I don't know about that 15 under though. The uh, strokes. Yeah, no shit. And we were playing honest and we were 13 under and, uh, we usually have an honest team because we're like, we don't care if we win or not. I mean, we're here to have fun and, you know, play well. So hopefully we do, but I know bears going to have a team out there, get some people. I'll have pretty much the sponsor team. Uh, Cody Bryant, you might be joining us. Otherwise you might get stuck with the parrot and Brandon and Doug, the neighbor, neighbor, Doug, he's pretty good, but uh, I think Cody's going to have to come play with us. Better. You're going to have to talk to my agent. (laughs) (laughs) Who's your agent dub. He's the most sophisticated one on the show. Your agent, your agent, or your your lawyer with his uh, very big hands. <laughs> it's gonna be both. My agent Gibmo De Niro. <laughs> Dub, you playing in the outing or not? Nah, you're skipping golf. Uh, no, I'm broke. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he lives that life. Well, that's all right, Dub. You'll, you'll be okay. We're going to sponsor that. We're going to have a good time. So, again, that's August 21st. And it's actually – that's the same day as our sponsor, one of our sponsors' birthday. We're going to try to get him out there. So, Cody, you might get stuck with the Parrot and Doug, which you'll be fine with Doug. Parrot's been hitting some good iron shots, and Brandon has too. So, uh, I actually – and Brandon wanted me to sign the $5 bill. Brandon, Parrot, and I played a par three hole at Brandywine, and we did closest to the pin. I was – I went over – and then those two were on, and they um, and Brandon actually went closest. He's like, I want I want somebody to record this because there's no way in hell ever again that Gary's going to pay me money on a golf course. So, uh, yeah, he got that money. So, 
you might be all right, Cody, if I have to take Sean on our team or I'll send Sean, but Sean knows us. So we'll see, Cody. We'll see as time goes on. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Yeah, you know what to do by now. Get to Amazon.com and get the book, Dating Sucks But You Don't. And in the meantime, get to datingtransformation.com and get that free consultation from Connell Barrett. All right. We'll get right into that golf. What The Masters, man, what a wild Masters bear would happen. Yeah, it was it was wild, I guess. Um, it was definitely interesting, but pretty much Scheffler dominated uh, Friday through the weekend. Um, it was, I hate to say boring, but I mean, it kind of was because he, he dominated, but he's the hottest player on the planet right now. So no reason why he shouldn't have won. He was the favorite going in. Um, so good for, good for Scotty to get that win. He ended up winning by two after four putting the masters, which, uh, four putting 18th, which is impressive. Um, not many people say they can four putt 18 at Augusta and still win, still win by two. <laughs> so yeah, that was a little, little awkward, but that was about the only hiccup I think he had all week. So good for Scotty Scheffler. Um, I mean, you, you can't not root for the guy. He's a good dude. Um, so he does a lot of good things out there. Um, I know in the communities, he's, he's a, he was a Texas, uh, I think he went to the University of Texas, Texas boys. So um, went out there and uh, does well, does well with, um, you know, the community does well with uh, I, him and his wife. I know have some charity shit that they go through. So very cool. It's good to see him win. But I mean, he's just so calm and collective, like he just didn't get rattled. And I think it came out um after not in his post round but he came out and literally said he like bawled like a baby the morning before to his wife before he even went out and said he wasn't ready for the moment um so it kind of shows the vulnerability and the honesty of what he is as a person you know he's not going out and saying i'm gonna do this i mean dude was scared shitless and let it out and uh, did his thing and ended up uh, taking home the green jacket which was it was great well deserved um and number one play in the world that's that's what he gets. I think he's the I think now the fifth number one player in the world to win the Masters, which is crazy. That's a crazy stat. Um, I think this was the 86th Masters, if I'm not mistaken. And, and didn't DJ just do it? Yeah, DJ was 2020 um, and Tiger was 2001, I think. Yep. Uh, Jack and I can't remember the other. Um, I'd have to look it back up. But yeah. Um, so two recent, but three before that. So, I mean, out of, out of 86, you know, the number one player in the world has only won the Masters five times, which is which is insane. So, so it was three up till the 83 of them. You know, that's what's even crazier when you think about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's nuts that, you know, you would think the number one player in the world would come in and do it. But they had a little, you know, they had a little run of of a guy, you know, I wouldn't say no name, but lower, lower guys who won it, you know, like Patrick Reed or Danny Willett or Adam Scott guys who were like, you know, 20 to 50 in the world rankings, good overall good golfers, but um, not, not what you think is, you know, the, the top guys who should be up there and win it. But it was good to see Scotty win. It was nice. Um, all of our picks of Brooks Kepka went to shit. Um, I had a little bit of little bit of weather and a little bit of wind that he caught he got caught in. And um, if Brooks didn't have to play the last three holes, um, the first two days, he would have been at even par and would have made the cut easily. But he shot six over um, on Thursday and Friday on 16, 17 and 18 and blew his shot to uh, make the cut for three of us for over half the podcast. 
Um, JT, Justin Thomas got Cody an eight. Um, by the way, Cody catching Gary very, very fast. Oh, and, he, he, yeah, he's pretty much caught me. <laughs> yeah, he's about right there. And, um, and John Rom getting Parrot a 27. And Rom just kind of had a, he just kind of had a lackluster weekend. They ended up playing with Tiger on Sunday after kind of throwing a little jab at him earlier in the week about Tiger not giving him advice. But um, it looked like they were very, very talkative out there on the course. So that was, uh, that was good to see. Um, and I guess that's probably, besides Sheffler winning, the biggest story is Tiger playing and not only playing, but making the cut and actually was one over on uh, Thursday. So it was awesome. It was great to see him back. Um, he already said he signed up for St. Andrews. And from what I saw as well, he put his name in for the U.S. Open. So I would, yeah. not, be, would not be shocked if his four tournaments this year are all the majors, which would be great. Um, you could tell on Sunday he was starting to limp around a little bit. Um, and, and, and tired out, but I mean, the dude almost lost his leg 14 months ago and he just walked, uh, I think they say it's six miles around Augusta per day. So, I mean, he walked 24 miles in four days on, um, a leg that might not even have been there. So, uh, it's impressive. He made the cut. That's a win. I mean, him playing is a win. Him making a win. The cut is, a, is amazing. Um, so that was great to see. And if he just plays the majors this year, that would be absolutely awesome. And, and it would be good for, good for, uh, good for golf because it, it definitely was for the masters. I'm sure their ratings were high as they've ever been. So, yep. And I watched on Thursday, watch tiger and, you know, he had some bad drives, you know, he got himself in some bad spots in the pine straw a lot or behind some trees, but his recovery shots on Thursday were just unbelievable. What he yeah, did to get out of there? It was crazy because on um, on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, his drives were fantastic. I mean, he fixed his driver and then he couldn't putt. He putted and he scrambled so well on Thursday, but Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, his putter kind of let him down, which is surprising because that doesn't happen a lot for Tiger. Usually, it's was, his drives that do. So. Was he able to like Thursday? I know he couldn't really, you know, get down because of that leg. Was he still kind of just kind of? Um, you know, just down a little bit, like halfway. Yeah, um, just kind of doing the crouch and, and getting in there. And uh, his caddy, Joey LaCava, I know, would get back and read a lot of putts so he wouldn't have to get down and do that. But, um, yeah, it's, you know, it was um, – you could tell he was laboring, but he was getting down to read the putts. And then that may be a little bit of, you know, the issue of his putting. But, I mean, he knows those greens like the back of his hands, so you can't say that it's going to be too much on that. The uh, I didn't think I would like Wardlow that much, but him with MJF is just some good shit. Yeah, this is the actual only storyline they're not fucking up. They're they're letting they're letting the chicken shit heel get away each time, which is great. So I, it's a good build. I'm sure they're building to their Memorial Day pay per view for these two. So uh, <laughs> actually a good build, which is impressive. Yep, it'll be good, but um. Back to that. So, so Tiger, we had that, but how about, how about on Sunday, man, Rory came out firing and made it a game. And then I loved him and Morikawa <laughs> holding out from the sand yeah. on the same hole the same, like back to back was awesome. Yeah, that was great. Um, but that's, <laughs> it's typical Rory tip. Typical Rory is to, um, you know, be lackluster for three rounds and come out and play great on Sunday and get himself a top five. Or he does the opposite, plays great three days and fucks up on Sunday. 
not lately. Lately, not lately though. You're right. Yeah, no, not not lately. Um, and it's that's the that's that's the Rory way. So all that's going to do is get everyone very excited for the PGA Championship for him to shoot 74, 74, make the cut by one, and then uh, do the same thing again. So I've I figured this out years ago. I've stopped betting Rory. I stopped picking Rory in majors. Yeah, two would have been great, but I just it's just not worth it. I mean, he was 25th coming into the last round and had to shoot a 64 just to get up there. So it is what it is, but I, you know, I, I hope he, you know, he, he wants, he wants Augusta one more time. Um, and Morikawa, um, fun fact on that one too. I think he's played in eight majors now and he eight or nine, and he is the only player um, even over Tiger, the only golfer ever to finish top five in every major, the first eight majors he's ever played in. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yep. And he's got, I think he's got uh, two wins, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Yeah. So it's impressive. So Morikawa plays, you know, he plays good golf at, at the good times, very mentally strong. Yep. So this week, what do we got? We got RBC Heritage. RBC Heritage, Harbortown Golf in Hilton Head, South Carolina. Um, always a good tournament. Seems like it's always windy around this time when the when they play here. Um, so we'll see if wind has a factor to do with anything this week. But uh, Gray, you still hold the lead, and as we said, a slight lead over Cody, twenty-seven point one. The Cody's twenty-seven point eight. Parrot in third with 35.2, Dub in fourth, 37.1, and I am in last because I suck. It's okay. Um, so this week, taking a guy, you know, I, I, I had to go around, and I want to still save some of those big dogs. Picked a guy that, that traditionally plays here well, and uh, it's it's I, I haven't taken him fucking a long time. I don't even know if I took him at all last year. So give me – Harold Varner the third. Cody. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh Matt Fitzpatrick. Got good course here. And remember, next week too for the TPC, there's two golfers you have to play. FYI. Yeah. Home of Gooch. F- <laughs> Homa Gooch for Cody, who I think got him a top 10. Um, but just FYI next week. So if you picked one of the guys already, it doesn't matter if you haven't picked the other. You have to have not picked both of the golfers you play next week. Just a reminder. But good pick, Cody. Good pick. Dub? Fitzpatrick, not Husky. But that's two skinny guys in a row. Um, give me uh, give me DJ. Old Dustin Johnson. All right, Bear. It's a good pick. Um, I am on your boat there. HB3, uh, Harold Varner III. Just finished 23rd at Augusta. Um, finished 50th the week before and finished 6th at the players. He's been playing some really good golf um, and has some good course history here at Harbor Town. So I certainly – this is the tough part is that I hope he wins and I would, uh, you know, he already has one this year. I'd love to see him get another one. I don't think so. I think this is more of like a 20 play to get off this cut streak that we're on and just get ourselves a top 20, but kind of use up someone in between all these um, next week. We've got to use two, uh, the Vidianta Vallarta where uh, I will be that week. Um, got it. You know, that'll probably be something a lot of the big names won't play. 
Um, but the Wells Fargo, the Byron Nelson, the PGA Championship, you're going to get big names back. So you got to, we got to kind of use some uh, mid-tier guys here the next few weeks to get into the stretch run. So HV3 is going to be uh, my dude this week. I like it. So on to NASCAR. We had the Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief 500, and uh, <laughs> all of us were in the top 12. Um you know, I know Chase was up there doing pretty well most of the race. We got a second for Dub with Logano, same with Cody, a fourth for Bear with Blaney, a tenth for me for Chase, and a twelfth for Parrot with Bowman. And uh, another Hendrick guy won a race, William Byron, second second first, one. I was about to say, first two-time winner this year is William Byron. We should have put money on that. I bet that would have played out. Um, probably got, got some good odds on that. Um, I'm not going to lie. I fell asleep with about 80 laps to go. <laughs> so I saw Byron get the lead and do that, but I kind of, I, I didn't get to see much after that. Um, so I didn't, didn't see the end of the race, but uh, I know Chase dropped a little bit and, um, got, got my boy Blaney up there. So that was good, but, uh, yeah, good for, good for, uh, William Byron. Um, you know, it took what nine races finally, or eight races to get a, to get a double. So, yep. and he, he did, uh, you know, it was, it was a pretty interesting race at the paperclip and, uh, well, him and I mean, him and chase pretty much led the entire race, right? I think Byron yep. 250 laps and chase led 140 or something out of the 400. There was only 10 more out there. Yeah. And the bastard let me down. Thanks a lot. Dub. <laughs> so this week, Food City Dirt Race at Bristol. I'll be down. Sunday night, man. Easter night. It's going to be awesome. I know. I I was kind of mad that I was like, because I'm in Tennessee, you know, Saturday night. I was like, shit, I could have headed over to Bristol. They got plenty of tickets this time around because it was new last year. Plenty of tickets now. I'm like, shit, that would have been the time to go if I would have, you know, put out my some vacation a little bit longer and uh, stayed down there and went to that race. That would have been fun. Yeah, that would be awesome in the dirt. Obviously, we saw Bristol a couple of years ago in the summer, but seeing it on the dirt, that'll be fun. We'll have to get here or get there in the next couple of years because I'm sure they're going to keep doing it. Yep. So on you, Bear, you're uh, you're first. You have nine, nine, six. I'm at ten and a half. So you've got me by six places. So you're seven ahead of me. By the way, in golf, I'm only ten ahead of Cody now. I was just 180 ahead of him like four weeks ago. Um, 15-3 for Cody, 15-4 for Dub, 15-9 for our resident parrot. And we're, we're running away with it a little bit, but it's early, so still early. Um, yeah, so uh, dirt race this week. Um, last year, I remember pretty much we all took Larson, and he let us down. <laughs> yes, so he did. Gonna, if, this is, if this is the time, um, he's probably going to win this week because I did not take him this week. Um, but I did take a guy who has had success on dirt tracks in the past, just like Larson did. But I'm taking a guy also who is kind of out there, another mid-tier guy, so I can kind of get rid of him as well with Chase Briscoe, uh, our Daytona 500 winner. Yep. Uh, Daytona 500 winner. That was Austin Dillon. Or not Austin Dillon. Austin, Austin Sindrick. Sindrick. Sorry. What do you, he won Auto Club? Yep. He won yeah, the next won one, the next too. One. Sorry, yeah. He won California. Yep. Sorry. I got. I get them mixed up. He's probably a uh, husky brown hair dude. So my bad. Got so that. I I also wanted to go with a good uh, dirt racer here who races traditionally well. I've already uh, saving Kyle Larson for later. Uh, give me Chase Briscoe. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get back on track here. There you go. Same golfer, same NASCAR racer. So Dub or no wait, Cody on you, sir. 
And by the way, Logano won this race last year for the first time, if we didn't mention that. Let me see. Let me see. My same scroll and stop. Uh, no, no, they might let me down. Um, hey, you know what? Uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Oh, baby. <laughs> Ricky Stenhouse. Got it. Dub. Especially on a half a mile track. Hey, yeah, in the oh, dirt. Hey. <laughs> I was about to say, it don't matter. He, everyone's going to wreck. So uh, you just kind of stay away from the big dogs this week and um, just pick somebody. Yeah, I mean, that ain't the racer I wanted. I wanted. Uh... I wanted uh, what's his name? Ty Gibbs. That's his name. <laughs> He's that's who I wanted. Him, but <laughs> that's that. Yeah, that's who I wanted. He won. He he may not win before the race, but he gonna win the fight after the race. And man got some hands, doesn't he? <laughs> he starts pushing him, and he's trying to get his helmet off, and they're like, oh, he didn't take his helmet off. I'm like, he couldn't. He was trying to pull it up, and dude kept pushing him. So he's like, all right, dude. He threw he threw some quick lefts at him. And, yeah. Uh, got him in a headlock. Him. <laughs> yeah, Hornswoggle getting Adam Cole in a headlock. <laughs> terrible. Dub, what do you got? Um, Give me... You know, I was going to go with the big dog this week, but give me uh, Christopher Bell. It's a good pick. That was probably like my second choice there. I like Bell this week a lot, too. Uh, he'd, probably, he'd probably be in my DraftKings lineup. Let's see if Dub can get a three this week. Go yeah. one, three. Yep. <laughs> see if Dub can. He's got to make a comeback. I'll see if I can get another four this week. We'll see. Let's see. I'm hoping, to, uh, I'm hoping we tie, Bear. Well, I'd take four then. <laughs> the uh, all right, so let's switch gears and talk a little bit about uh, the NBA. Let's do our NBA preview <laughs> now that it's the NBA season. <laughs> so if you are a uh, if you are a fan and have been watching, you do not want to take the Los Angeles Lakers. So we'll just go around the horn with what's uh, what's here and. And who people think so Barry you're first on my list who is your runner up and then your champion um so one I'm not gonna make you happy I think the Nets upset the Celtics in round one just FYI won't be surprised um, they don't have Williams I actually man have, I have the Nets as my runner-up. That's why I said that. I started with that. So the Nets are my runner-up. All right. Runner-up, Dub. You didn't give a champ yet, did you? Bear? No. Okay. No. Nope. Dub? Dub, who's your runner-up? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this. I like how it's slow. Uh... <laughs> I like how you killed the killed time with that one as you're scrolling. Uh... <laughs> um, 
give me uh, uh like I said, I'm on this one bandwagon as a champ. Runner up, give me I'll give you a hint. It's gotta be out of the east. <laughs> I'm trying to think, do I wanna go with the heat? Do I wanna go favorite of his favorite or do I wanna go with the Bucks? Give me the Bucks. Give me the heat. Uh, I'm sorry. Give me the Suns beating the Bucks for getting redemption. Repeat. <clears throat> okay. All right, Cody. Um, I have the Suns beating the Raptors. All right. Um, I also I'm, I, I'm with oh the Raptors. The yep. Uh huh. I mean, don't get me wrong. I hope they beat this shit out of Philadelphia because I cannot stand James Harden. Oh, but they're gonna beat them in no six. Way they're fucking losing to the Sixers with Embiid the way playing he is. The Raptors suck, <laughs> dude. The we'll Raptors. See. I hope I'm wrong. I, I hope I'm wrong, but you're fucking high as shit for the All right. I'm uh, I'm going the same as Dub here. Suns uh, over the Bucks get redemption. Bear, I'm going going the Suns as my champion in six over the Nets. Um, I think Kyrie and Durant are going to play some hot ball here coming down the stretch. Um, All right. So, what about you, Dub? How many games? Um, let's go seven. All right. I'm going six, so that breaks our tiebreaker. And what about Cody? I'm going Suns and five. All right. Because they'll be the one team, ironically, coming out of Arizona to be fully vaccinated to go back and forth to Canada. That is fantastic. Uh, and then- it looks like the um, the Cavs are going to play uh, the, the, uh, the Hornets tomorrow. Or Friday for the eight seed. For the eight, yeah. I mean, the Hornets are down by twenty-five going into the fourth, so (laughs) we'll see. Um, But the Cavs have struggled with. That's what the. It's weird. So they've struggled with the Hornets this year. Um, So that makes me nervous. But I think they have the they have the season series against the Heat. So if they got to play Miami one and eight, watch out Miami. Hopefully Jared Allen comes back. Um, but that's the only chance they're going to have. So that'll be my my rooting favorite. I like it. All right, so that is our that is our uh, NBA preview. NHL, just a reminder, we're going to be getting into the playoffs here soon of everybody's picks. Ah, shit, I hid the first row, so I got to make sure I unhide that first row and hide everything else. So hiding these rows, we got oh, MLB, we don't need that. NHL, so Bears got the Avalanche over the Islanders. I think the Islanders, they're close, right? Pretty sure they're right on the cusp of making it. They're on the cusp. Yeah, I would have this pulled up. Hotel internet wasn't slow as fuck. Oh, you're all right. I got it. So the Islanders are fifth. They're on the outside looking in at 77 points. It's going to be hard for them. They got to make up 15 points to catch the Capitals and 18 to catch the Penguins. So we'll see. My runners up though, right? Yeah, they're your runners up. Uh, Avalanche are already in there. They've clinched the whole conference, I believe. So so, they clinched the playoff berth, but they're probably going to clinch the conference. They're got 110 points. Um, And then 
my pick, uh, or excuse me, dub Vegas over Tampa. Tampa looks like they they should get in there. No problem. Yeah, they will. Cause the others are eliminated. We'll see. They haven't made a playoff yet. So I was going to ask that. So do they take the top eight? Because it says eliminated with the Red Wings, Sabres, Senators, Canadians, but Tampa and Boston hasn't clinched yet. So I wonder if they take them from the other division. It's supposed to be. It was uh, four and four. It used to be. Well, I think it's two from each division and then two other wild cards. Four wild cards. Or it might be three, three and yeah, no, no, no. It's two, it's two from each division, and I think two wild cards because there's three divisions, right? No, there's four divisions. And um, there's the Western Conference, and then there's the Eastern Conference. Oh, there's two and two? Yeah, I think it's – Okay, yeah, so 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 it's top two in each, and then the other two are the wild cards, I think. I think four, that's – Four. Um, there's eight okay. coming out. Yeah, so you're right. So right now it would that's be – That's probably why. I'm surprised they wouldn't have them clinched in some spot. No, it's three and three. It's three and three and two wild cards. So right now it's in the East. It's I have the standings up now. Florida, Toronto, Tampa are one, two, three. Carolina, New York, Pittsburgh is the other three. And then Boston and Washington are right now leading for the wild card. Islanders are not want to see either of those teams in the fucking wild card. No. And then uh, in the West, so going back to that, so Vegas over Tampa for dub. Vegas right now is on the outside looking in. They are the third in the wild card, but they're only three points out, eight games to play. And uh, for myself, I've got the Panthers over Vegas. So Vegas on the outside looking in, Panthers tied for the best record in the NHL, 52-15. and 52-15-6, and six, and Colorado's 52-14-6. and six. That would be a wild final. So we'll see how that goes out. Nick had Carolina over – didn't give us one – and then Shiv had Vegas over Philly, which both are probably going to miss the play. Philadelphia is missing for sure. Uh, yes. Cody, Vegas over Carolina. So Carolina's in. Vegas, not so much. That's okay, Cody. They let me down, man. They crapped out. Yes, they did, my friend. Yes, they did. All right, so let's talk about this past week, we had UFC 273. Did any of you guys get to watch any of it? I know Cody did a little bit. Nope, didn't didn't watch. Um, thought about it, but I stuck to my guns and I didn't spend. I didn't give Dana my blood money. So yeah, I, I finished it off, man. It was it was all right. It was all right. I, I went to bed after I didn't want to get disappointed after Kamzat and uh, the Kamzat Burns fight. What a fucking fight. I did not expect any of that, but goddamn fight of the year at this point. It's up there. Well, I heard I heard Burns put up a fight, which is impressive because I thought Kamzat would run through. I, I thought he would kill him. And dude, it could have went either way the whole time. Like you're like, holy shit. And it was just the whole time you were just at the edge of your seat. And it's like, man, this would have been nice for a five round fight. See if they could have made it, but went to decision. First decision fight for Kamzat, but he won uh, unanimous, uh, but it was all 29-28. So it just tells you it was a close fight. And then Aljamain Sterling beat Jan by split decision, but there was some controversy there because people think that Jan might have won that fight. No, nah, he never won the first round. Like, you, just because you are the interim champion, you still have to beat the champion. And the first round, if anything, the first round of that fight 
was an even round. It was, I mean, hell, if anything, it was a 9-9 round. Like, neither one of them did anything. I mean, we all know how the first round of a championship fight goes. Yep. So, I mean, they spent most of that time feeling each other out. Nothing really got landed. Nothing really got thrown. And, you know, for some reason, people think Jan won that fight three rounds to two. When, no, it was two rounds. It was two rounds to two with the first round basically being a wash. And so I think people were expecting Jan to just kind of knock Sterling out. I think that's what they were expecting. And come to find out, uh, Jan's uh, takedown defense isn't all that great because he got sat on for two rounds straight in a row. And for some reason in the last two rounds, uh, Aljamain took the gas off, took his foot off the pedal and kind of let Jan back into that fight. So, I mean, maybe he was tired, you know, trying to go for that rear naked choke. I mean, there's, I mean, that's a whole kind of Sterling's game too, right there. Um, I mean, he was able to, he got Jan's back with ease. It was whenever he felt like, and I think if he wouldn't have spent as much time trying to go for a rear naked choke and actually tried to submit him, I mean, there were times where he could have submitted him uh, different ways, but he was so focused on that rear naked choke that, you know, he kind of, kind of wasted a lot of energy on that. So, but I mean, he embarrassed John those uh, like rounds two and three. And I mean, he just, you know, he held him like a baby, man, just wrestled him down. And then the last two rounds, you know, he was kind of running for his life, but Hey, you know, you still got to beat the champion. And this was also Florida. So, I mean, you had a bunch of white dudes, white Americans cheering for a Russian. So, I mean, figure that out. That sounds like dude. Florida. Yeah. But he was fighting a black dude. So, I mean, you got to, you know, it's kind of what you get. <laughs> yep. And then uh, your main event, Volkanovsky kept the title. Beat, beat uh, Chan Sung Jang, TKO punches. Yeah, I kind yeah, of figured was that was going to happen. Yep. I mean, the Korean zombie, did, dude didn't – I mean, he didn't deserve to be there. That's That was just one of those title fillers. Like, that's why I hate – that's why I didn't buy this shit, because it's a title filler. They're, oh, he was 2-2 two and two in his last four fights and he deserved a title shot? Are you fucking kidding me? Who's booking this shit? Because it's trash. Ever since they got rid of What's-His-Face – who was putting them fights together? Um, oh, who was that? One for Tita, was it? No, it was. Um, it was. It was. The, it was the dude who put all them fights together. He was that mastermind to put a lot. Of, he put together everything from like forty up until like one sixty or something. They let him go, or he quit, or he went somewhere else. I can't remember. I'm, I'm gonna look it up if I can remember his name. I want to say it's Joe, but I can't remember. Man, but yeah, he was he was solid, and then no, right now it's to the point the quiet part is getting said out loud, and fighters ain't getting paid. And 
you know, like guys basically don't want to fight no more. So now we're losing. You, you're not going to see really too many good fights anymore because, you know, where's the where's the payday in it? You're not going to get that payday that you probably should. Yep. And then um, next one is UFC. The next main card, UFC 274, is Oliveira and Gaethje. Uh, so we got that Thunder Rose against Carla Esparza, Michael Chandler, Tony Ferguson, Tracy Cortez, Melissa Gatto. Mauricio Rua and then uh, Ovin St. Prue. So, oh my God. Yeah. What? I hope that's a free one. That's, that's on the main card. That's the that's the fights right now. I, I, I doubt that's on the main okay. card. I was about to say, OSP couldn't be any more boring of a fighter, and Shogun is 100 years old. Yep. Uh, Cowboy against Joe Lazan. And then there's a bunch of other fights there. So several right now they're in Brandon Royville match. Now we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 fights announced so far. Jeez. So we'll see, but Gaethje and Oliveira is the main. So I know we got a while. I'll be at, uh, that's May 7th, so I will be at Notre Dame. So that'll be interesting to see how that goes. And I don't know. Because what, Gaethje last fought against uh, Nurmagomedov, right, Habib? No, he beat Chandler. He just beat Chandler recently. Yeah. But before that, it was Habib. Mm-hmm. So that's why he's getting Oliveira. So we'll see what happens. We got some time. Chandler, Chandler and Ferguson is going to be good. That'll be a great fight. Yeah, it'll be a hell of a fight. I agree. I hope Oliveira and Gaethje is a good fight. Should be, but you know, probably going to be Oliveira. Uh, I, I mean, Gaethje's tough, but I feel like Oliveira is going to like submit him or something. But Oliveira, feel like he's been close to getting knocked out his last couple of fights. we'll see uh all right so our state of the week before we get into trivia new or state of the episode i should say new mexico bear's gonna be in original mexico in a couple weeks old mexico old mexico so they have more phds per capita than any other state that i would not have guessed why is that the government they host Saudi national laboratories and a number of other research facilities. Then there's Los Alamos National Laboratory, Intel, and several land management agencies, including the Forest Service, National Park Service. And don't forget, Microsoft was famously established in an Albuquerque garage. Santa Fe is the nation's highest state capital in terms of above sea level. 7,199 feet above sea level. So kind of wild. You can see different states from the top of Capulin Volcano. So pretty interesting to see. You from there, you can actually see Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Colorado, which is kind of nuts. New Mexico obviously is more than just a desert. They have divisive 
landscapes or divisive diverse landscapes in the world uh and then with a range of incredible outdoor adventures to match sports snow cap 13,000 foot peaks dressed in pines and spruce brilliant wildflower fields and jungle santa fe was also founded 10 years before the pilgrims landed at plymouth rock doc holiday was once a dentist in las vegas new mexico and he shot a guy Yes, he did. Smokey Bear is from New Mexico. The first atomic bomb, which obviously was a test, was exploded in New Mexico. July 16th, 1945, detonated in the desert sands of uh, Jornada del Muerta in south central New Mexico, known by its codename Trinity. Same design as the bomb dropped on Nagasaki a few weeks later. It's one of the youngest American states, of course. The Wilderness Act was born here. Lyndon Johnson put it into effect September 1964. Few were aware that America's landmark conservation legislation originated in New Mexico. Ecologist and Forest Service Ranger Aldo Leopold achieved the first official wilderness area in the nation by gaining designation for the Gila Wilderness in New Mexico. Uh, you, can't, you cannot legally dance while wearing your sombrero in the state of New Mexico. That's just bullshit. 75% of New Mexico's roads are unpaved. New Mexico also has more cows than people. It's home to the largest hot air balloon festival in the world, over 500 hot air balloons. Um, Just real quick, before we go into trivia, that's going to come up next, Bear. Wrestling... Uh, this past week on SmackDown, so actually the week before, since you will, well, you'll hear this on Thursday. So last week on Friday, uh, Roman came out and we got, uh, which actually happened, what happened on Monday was what Roman had said on Friday, is that you're going to get the New Day trying to go for the Raw titles to unify the tag titles. So they showed up at Raw, challenged RK Bro, Street Profits came out, so they fought. So um, all right, we're probably going to get RK Bro and the Usos. What's that, Dub? You said New Day was coming. Sorry, New Day. Usos. Us. Us, us, us. My bad. Usos. Yes. So the Usos came out. They're part of the bloodline with Roman. Usos came out on Monday, challenged RK Bro, Street Profits, them and uh, Usos fought. So it looks like we're going to get RK Bro and uh, the Usos, maybe to unify those titles. We'll see if it becomes a three-way match or if uh, the Street Profits get a chance after that. Should be fun either way. Uh, Roman is uh, – Nakamura came out. Roman hugged him, and then he put they put him down. That was it. That was the end of that. And then now you've got – on Raw, you had Damian Priest fighting AJ Styles. All of a sudden, AJ Styles randomly gets cut, rolls out the ring, everything goes dark, and then Damian Priest is just there, and the match ends. Just has a weird kind of look on him. I don't know what they're trying to do with that stable. If they're going to, they're talking about adding some people into that stable, uh, edges stable, one being Tommaso Ciampa and the other one being Rhea Ripley, potentially. Oh, I heard. Yeah, it's going to be some old half wit uh, Canadian lumberjack ministry, basically. Let's just start the ministry all over again. We can't. Undertaker too old to come back out and actually wrestle the match. Oh shit, he is. All right, who we gonna use? Shit, I don't know. I don't know. Let's use Edge. 
He can look crazy and pull his hair out with a little bit he got left. All right, fine. Edge, take off that flannel shirt. Put on them black, put on one of the black uh, affliction button-ups and get out there. All right, I'm on it. Boom, there we go. Lumberjack ministry. <laughs> there we go. All right, so um, we'll see what happens in the coming weeks. All right, Bear, you want to give us an updated standings on trivia? I do. Uh, first off, um, our winner of the bracket said you can go ahead and send the 2XL. All right. Let him know I'm in Nashville <laughs> currently. I'll get it sent out on Monday. Oh, show. All right. Updated standings. Gray with 62. Cody with 29. Uh, myself with 36. Dub with 49. Parrot with six. Brandon with zero. Shiv with zero. Peapod with four. All right. In honor of the NBA playoffs, we'll, we will not have a wrestling question tonight. And instead, we'll Damn have it, Jeremy. two <laughs> NBA playoff questions. All right. Tell him, you tell him, I said, damn it, Jeremy. For three points, now that the playoffs are upon us, what Western Conference team has the current longest playoff streak? Got to get the chat box open. Where the hell is my chat box? There it is. All right, I'm ready. I'm going to guess it's not the Lakers. <laughs> I told y'all that was a dumpster fire waiting to happen three years ago. Nobody wanted to listen. Does the play-in game count as the playoffs? Technically, I guess, Assuming yes. But stats-wise, it doesn't figure that out. Yeah, Like, they're presenting it as the playoffs, but it's technically a regular season game. So it's not the playoffs? I, I guess to the nerds, it's not. So do I have to change my answer? Keep switching. I'm going back and forth. I would say knowing Jeremy and nah, I, is his I'm not. I'm not falling into his stupid I, 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 I'm not I, falling into it. I had one, and then I was like, this is Jeremy, though. And I was like, no, I'm going back to my original. So I, I went back to my original. The chat uh, bullshit. All right. We ready? Uh, no. Uh, I just had to change mine because of the play. I don't know if the plane. I'll ask him. Oh, shit. Wait. Western Conference. Oh. Oh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Technically, aren't you in the playoffs? He thinks that they're counting those as far as he can tell. Yeah, I would think you clinch a spot. All right. Well, I'm going back to my original answer then. Yep. I don't know. I'm going in between three teams. Just pick one team. No. No, because I don't know. Uh, okay. All right. You ready, Dub? Yep. Ready, Bear? Yep. All right. Three, two, one, and go. I'm falling for it. 
Jazz, Mavericks, Clippers, Clippers. So you and Barry, you and I were on the same thought. Not falling for Jeremy's crap. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. Idris Elba says that a lot in Sonic. Oh, Jesus. Should have went with my second guess. Give, give Dub three points. I didn't give him shit. Who's better than me? I uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> think I messed up that. They're about to lose, though. Luke is about to just torch him. Yes, he is. I not say they'll be out in six. Maybe out in four. <laughs> I think I messed right, the, up the bowling uh, quote, but hey, I think you guys got it. The yeah, it's Pete Weber. <laughs> the longest ever playoff streak for a player in the NBA is a tie between Carl Malone and John Stockton. Hey, hey, uh, Bear, how many rings have they won? As many wrestling questions as we got today. Thank you. Nineteen years. JJ Redick had the most recent longest streak at thirteen years. Snap last season. Now this season, who is the current leader at thirteen years straight? Making the playoffs. Hint, he's never missed the playoffs in his career. <laughs> 13 years. That'd be what? Oh, nine. Oh, Lord. I think it's Luca. What do you think? Who's number one then? Uh, no, no, because, well, 13 maybe, years. So, 13 no. Years. All I right. I think who came out in 09? 2009. Yeah. Um, I graduated <laughs> high school in 2009, so it could be me. <laughs> I went right from high school to the NBA if you did not know. So like we're not counting like injury or like he was injured and <laughs> whoa 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 whoa. That's not in there. It just says 13 strike. Yeah, 13 years. I think it's a trick question because that's that's how I'm basing my answer. I was going to say it's probably like Rudy Gobert, but he's, I think he's only like 28. He ain't been in the league that long. I say he ain't been getting dunked on for that long. Right. He hasn't been coughing in mics and starting COVID for that long. Right. <laughs> Not being able to defend the high pick and roll. Are, are you ready yet? I'm ready. We all ready? Being a defensive liability out on the perimeter, but he was defensive player of the year. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one, and go. Harden, Durant, Durant, Conley Jr. That was on my mindset there. Harden had to have missed it when he was with the Rockets. I don't think they made it when he was with the Rockets. Harden. Wow. Never mind. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, that sounds about right. I mean, I mean he yeah, but what about Oklahoma City. But does he count? I mean, when did Durant not make the playoffs? Seattle. I think his rookie year. When was that? That, that was, was either. That was 07, though, wasn't it? I don't know. 
Jeremy thinks uh, tough luck Celtics get the Nets in the first round, which is who knocked them out last year. Prediction in the Bucks beating uh, re- repeat beating Golden State in the finals. Think the Jazz steamroll Dallas oh, and give Phoenix a heck of a fight. It's a wide open season. Can't remember a year with so many teams who have a chance to win it all. Watch out for the Raptors beating the Sixers in my upset. Yeah. Well, there you go. The six, Sixers, Sixers guaranteed now. Oh, great! Now the Raptors are going to friggin' lose. <laughs> so Golden, much for that. Golden State, though, really? They're not making it that far. Golden State ain't even going to make it past the first round. They ain't yeah, beat. they might. Yeah, that might be a first round exit. Yeah, is Steph even playing? Maybe. They got zero shot. They have literally no chance if Curry doesn't play. Zero shot. Yeah. You got to depend on Andrew Wiggins, and that ain't, yeah. So, um, wrap this up. One more thing. I saw, I saw this stat. This was yesterday. Stephen Kwan, how he started his uh, career for the Guardians. I'm just going to Hall of Fame. I'm going to just read through this. This is how he started. Ground out, walk, walk, single, walk, ground out, single, double, single, 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 Triple. hit by pitch, double, pop out, ground out, walk. Three run triple walk walk sack fly ground out walk, just what a machine. By the way, I just want to let you guys know that the uh, Cubs are number one in the Central Division, and the White Sox are number one also in the Central Division. So, well, hey, let's check that. Let's check that back next week. After what <laughs> six games? Still off to a good start. Just want to let you know. Yeah, who who are they playing? Are they playing? Uh, you know, Perrysburg High School, Mommy. Who are they playing? Hey, they're playing the Brewers and they're playing the uh, the Pirates. So hey, hey. Oh yeah, dude, I can get eight dudes out right now. We can go beat the Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. So I'd strike, I'd strike out four times and we'd still beat the Pirates. Hey, all, listen, all they have oh, to do is wait. Who who'd the Cubs lose to today? Huh? The Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> That's embarrassing. How do you lose six to two to the Pirates? That's pathetic. Good thing, good thing the Guardians are beating the Reds to keep the Cubs out of the cellar. Dub, guess what? The Cardinals are first in the division. So, (laughs) well, guess what? The game already happened. It's over. Cardinals are in first. Matter of fact, I got a Zoom call with the Cubs and the Pirates tomorrow because they <laughs> see me out throwing with uh, Cody Jr. Yeah, I mean, way, technically, technically, the Guardians are tied for first because the stupid White Sox can only play four games and the Guardians played six. So there you go. Speaking of baseball, uh, Kershaw pulled after seven innings of, pick, of pitching a perfect game. Yeah, well, they got they got to protect him to lose in the playoffs. Right. You got to save them now to get hurt in August. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how many? How many people have a chance to pitch a perfect game? <laughs> in the seven. <laughs> if he had a hundred pitches, I could see it. But he had 80. 80. I mean, that's like way too low. But whatever. That's that's baseball for you. Oh, and in in good news. Um, as we end the show, we talked about Alex Oliveira that I hope he was done. Yeah. UFC's not renewing his contract. Thank God. So just wanted to throw that out there and, uh, yeah, there we go. So thank you to Wes Anderson 
for Moments in Time. Thank you to all our clothing, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DannyTransformation.com, and Sparty Steve. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Cubs in second place. They suck. Iris told me if I can get six more guys, we, they got three sets of uniforms for us, all expenses paid, road trip. I just want to see Will Ferrell do Harry Carey again. Oh, <laughs>